Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. And welcome back to LTS. Liam Talks Sports. I'm your host today, Liam, and in fact, every day that you're listening to this podcast. Today we're going to do some NBA, NHL, MLB, and top it off with a little bit of football's finest. And I'm not going to say who it is yet today. Got to listen for it. It'll be a good one, though. So let's get the show on the road. Okay, let's start with the NBA playoffs. Second round, we had the Celtics taking care of the Bucks in seven games. Came back from 3-2 down to win that series. A just complete abomination in Game 7 at the Garden. Miami in the Eastern takes care of Philly in six, in part because of Joel Embiid's injury in his finger. But, hey, you know, props to you. You're the one seat. Got it done. Got it done. In the Western, we got... The Dallas Mavericks whooping the Phoenix Suns in Game 7. Going to be honest, thought that Phoenix was going to come out of that one. I mean, like, every team that was at home up until Game 7 and won, why not continue it? I Luka in the first half had 27, same as the Suns. Crazy. Crazy. And then Golden State takes care of Memphis in six. Without the John Morant superstar that they're going to have. So, Western Conference Final Game 1 was yesterday. It was the Celtics at the Miami Heat. And Boston was doing pretty good in the first half. And then Miami went on a 22-2 run in the third quarter. Third quarter, Miami scored 39. Boston scored 14. That won't win you games. That is not winning you games. But Jimmy Butler and Tyler Hero went. (laughs) They went off. Butler had 41. And Tyler Hero had 47. Oh, no, no, excuse me, excuse me. Yeah, Jimmy Butler had 41, and Tyler Hero had 18. 41 points. Dang. Pretty good. Pretty good, I would say. But tonight, got the Western Conference Finals. Game 1, Dallas is visiting Golden State. 
And if you remember, Dallas did pretty good against Golden State in the regular season. You know, Golden State, obviously the higher seed, so they get the home court. But nothing to take away from the Mavericks. I personally got Miami in seven in the East. And then I got Golden State in six. I think the Celtics, you know, just losing game one like that, like that just doesn't feel good. But, you know, it is what it is. And can we talk about the draft lottery? The Magic got the first pick. Very good for them. Very, very good. Thunder got second pick, which you love to see. Good young group of guys. Get a good get a good pick. But we're not here to talk about the draft lottery. We're here to talk about basketball, okay? Tonight I got the Mavericks taking care of business in game one. I think Luca and Brunson team up for over sixty of their points. I think they I think that Dallas wins by like five six. So not all that close, but not a blowout. And then game two tomorrow night, Celtics at Miami. I got Boston taking this one. I mean, Boston, if anybody right now, I just can't go down 2-0 because they saw what happened with the Bruins, which we'll get into in a little bit. But let's transition it over to our next segment of NHL Hockey Playoff Push for the Cup. And we're back with the NHL Push for the Cup. And today we're going to be talking about the review of round one of the Stanley Cup playoffs. And looking into round two. So let's start in the West. We got Colorado, the one seed, facing Nashville in the West, who is the second wildcard team. Colorado sweeps there. I don't think any questions there. This one, little bit of a, not debate, but surprise. St. Louis and Minnesota, the two and the three seed. I had Minnesota in six. Flip that around. It was St. Louis in six. That one surprised me a lot. Because I wasn't thinking St. Louis had the power to beat Minnesota in a first-to-four-win series. But they did. And moving to the other side of the West, we got Calgary, Calgary Flames and the Dallas Stars. Calgary won this one in seven. This was a really close dogfight series by the Stars. I don't know if many people expected them to win two games. Like, it's unbelievable how they managed to take the battle for Alberta's team. Calgary trying to beat out Edmonton. Seven games. 
And another Alberta team who went seven games. Let's talk about them. The Oilers. Oilers and Kings. Kings were my surprise of the year. I thought they weren't going to be that good this year. I know some people did. I didn't. Edmonton. Win seven games. Good job, LA. Give claps where claps are needed. But Edmonton and Calgary. Do you guys want to be the best team in Alberta? The battle for Alberta was almost one that didn't happen. One that I think should have happened with both teams winning it in six, not seven. In between five and six games. And now in the West, we're just going to stay in the West. We got Colorado and St. Louis. And Colorado is leading that one one nothing currently. I think St. Louis makes a great comeback. I think they go up 2-1 to one in this series. But I got Colorado taking it in six. Yes, I see Colorado winning three straight games. Because, hey, I'm just saying it's what I think. I don't think St. Louis has the strength. I don't want to say willpower, but the strength to win four games against the best team in the NHL as of right now, the Colorado Avalanche. As we move down to the battle for Alberta, this is one where all those Canadians get heated. This is one of those series. You got Calgary and Edmonton, two teams that really aren't too far from each other, I guess. Like, it's it it's a three-and-a-half-hour drive. So, like, take it as you will. It's like 300 kilometers. I don't know. I'm not a kilometer, dude. But that's besides the point. It's a heated battle. I got Edmonton taking this one home in seven games. Is that partially? Because I love... Connor McDavid. Yes, but like, who's to say I don't love people on Calgary? Like, Kachuk. I know Calgary has home ice in this one, but still see Edmonton pulling it out. And as we move to the east now, we got Florida taking care of the Capitals in six games. I think I had Florida doing this one in five. Good job, Washington. Way to fight. Didn't fight enough, though. And oh, this is a series that upsets me a lot. Toronto, Tampa. Toronto was doing so good in the start of the series, felt like. Then you go to Tampa and give up, like, what, three goals in five the first five minutes of the game? You're not going to win that way. Then you're not going to have the momentum for the next game. Then if you lose that game, then... Tampa has won two in a row. And it's just like this chain reaction, as almost all of you know about momentum in sports. But just the fact that Tampa did it on the road, two in game seven? Leaves, what are we doing? I don't know. Like, I don't think I saw this coming at all. I was very shocked. To say the least. 
Yeah, Tampa won two to one in the last game. Unbelievable. And then Tampa also won game six in overtime. Like, you're gonna let them win two games like that? Like I don't know about that one. I do not know. Maple Leafs took game five though to go up thirty two, which was a big game, but didn't matter in the end. Anywho, let's move on to Carolina. Boston. This is a game that ups, or a series, excuse me, that upset me. Nobody could get anything done on the road. Nobody. Nobody. Boston couldn't score on the road. Carolina couldn't finish on the road. Like, it... Uh, it just was a little bit upsetting. Boston. Okay, let's go through their home games. Okay. Game... One. Game numero uno. Carolina won the game. Five to one. Okay, game one, just one game. Game two in Carolina, five to two. Not getting much better. Game three, it's in Boston this time. Four to two, Boston. Now, so far, in the series, I'm, like, not thinking anything of it. Then, game four. Five to two again. What are we doing? Road teams. Now, I'm not, I know it's not easy, the playoffs to win on the road. But you gotta have somebody pull through, right? Somebody. Anybody. And then, let's go to game five, which was in Carolina. Five to one hurricanes. Come on, Boston. You can't score more than two goals on the road. In the playoffs? Now I know I know. You are a wild card team. Trust me. I know. But you're playing Ugh. It just was hard to watch. As A Bruins supporter quote. Quote, supporter, I guess. Like, I like the Bruins. But, come on, now. We gotta do a little bit better. Game six in Boston at the Garden. Guess what the final score is. You guessed five to two again. You're correct. And then, I was upset about this one. And then, Boston just got embarrassed, I'm going to say, an embarrassing 3-2. to two. It wasn't a good 3-2. to two. It wasn't like a back and forth. Carolina had the momentum the entire way. Okay. I was somewhat surprised at the fact of how quickly Carolina managed to jump on Boston. Felt like they jumped on them immediately. Immediately, immediately. But let's move to the best series of this first round of the NHL playoffs yet. Rangers, Penguins. Great series. Game one, we got Penguins topping the Rangers four to three in triple overtime. Yes, three. Tres. One, two, three. 
And that for me, it's always hard to watch goalies lose games like that. You know, when it goes into double overtime. Or like it's a, if it's a 0-0 game at the end of regulation in the regular season and they lose it in a shootout. It's kind of like when baseball pitchers throw no hitter, but it goes into extras or something, and you lose, which we'll talk about very soon. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Pittsburgh, game two. Pittsburgh, just not a good game. 5-2 to two again. Tied 1-1, one, one, going to Pitt. Come on. Game three, Pittsburgh routes the Rangers. Seven to four? Dang. That was a whooping on your home ice. You just, that had to feel so good for this long rivalry that we call Pittsburgh and New York. That had to feel so good for Pittsburgh fans. And the players more, honestly. This little rivalry that gets handed down in the locker room. That everybody, it's like the Bears and the Packers, or the Steelers and the Ravens, or like Red Sox-Yankees. It's just passed down from generation. Don't like the other team. Or anybody who has to deal with the team. So after the 7-2 Game 4, we got... Pittsburgh, 3-1 lead. Come on, baby. We're going back to New York. 3-1 lead. Let's finish it, game five, because we know it can happen if you get one. Safe to say that didn't happen. <laughs> because in game five, Rangers won 5-3. to three. Pittsburgh still leaning at 3-2. Going into game 6. Feeling good, feeling good. And game 6. 5-3 to three again. On your home ice, Pittsburgh. Come on. That That is the stuff that I feel like can't happen. And then game 7. Great game. New York ties it with around 5 minutes. Just to tie it in the third period. Chris Kreider had an early goal. It was like seven and a half minutes in. And then a challenge from upstairs during the middle of the play. Heinen got the goal credit. It was late in the period. A lot of drama. New York. Uh, Igor saved it. Then Jake Gensel in the second period. Around ten minutes in. Gets them on the board. Gets them on the board. And then Miller. Miller for the Rangers. Comes up with a big goal. Big, 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 big goal. I mean, that was a goal that I think... I don't want to say it won them. The game, but it helped them. A lot. It was one of the better goals 
Keandre Miller, 22-year-old from Minnesota. Biggest goal of his life so far. And then with not too much time left in the game, Zabanajed scores top shelf on Tristan Jari, who, by the way, I actually want to sidetrack to him for real quick. He didn't play in over a month, and they started him game seven. Not sure how I feel about that one. Maybe because they had lost two games in a row, that's why. But to me, I'm thinking, like, maybe he can come back for the second series. Plus, Penguins didn't have Sidney Crosby for game six. Which is big. I think they would have won if they had Sidney Crosby on home ice. In the Berg? Can't tell me they aren't winning that. Come on. And then, in overtime, Artemi Panarin. Dragon. Shoots a shot. Perfectly fits it through a defender. And Jari. Scores. All of the Rangers fans at MSG are going crazy. Because their team came back from 3-1. Some other great teams to come back from 3-1 in a best-of-seven series include the 2016 Cubs did it, which theirs was obviously more dramatic, 100 in eight years. But what I'm trying to get across is great teams have come back. And I'm not denying that the Rangers team could be great. But as we move into the second round, you're playing Carolina. There probably isn't going to be too much, hey, 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 for the garden to go around. Because Carolina's good, and you don't have home ice this time. So for the Eastern second round, I got Carolina taking care of business for the Rangers in six. And I think the Panthers in the final will be facing the Tampa Bay Lightning, who are leading one nothing up on Florida Panthers. Battle for the Atlantic. Everybody's talking about the battle for Alberta, battle for Florida. I mean, it just makes sense, right? I don't know. It's crazy to the me that most of these teams in the East are from tropical. The only, or like warm, you know. The only one that really isn't is the Rangers. And in the West, all of them are from like cold, hard knock cities. Got St. Louis. You got Denver. We'll call it Denver for Colorado. Because that is where the Avalanche Stadium is. Then you got two teams from Alberta. So, I got Hurricanes, Lightning. Then I got the Lightning going for... They're going for the three-peat. I got them going to this, the Cup. And in the West, I honestly have... I got... I got the Colorado Avalanche. And then, we'll see. As of right now, I got the Avalanche winning that series, but... We don't know any details on the cup yet, really. 
So as you guys try and make your brackets, I'm going to transition here to baseball. One of you, a kid, my kind of town, Chicago is. We'll get into why Chicago is his kind of town a little bit later. But as of right now, let's do our MLB update. And we're going to start off with today's games. We got the Twins absolutely plumbing the A's 14 to 4 right now in the bottom of the ninth. In the middle of the eighth, we got Diamondbacks 3 visiting the Dodgers, who are up 2 on them, 3 to 5. Boston in the third inning is leading the Astros 2 to 1. In the middle of the first, it's the Nationals. One with the Marlins coming up to bat. And also in the middle of the first, we got the Padres and the Phillies. Phillies already have an air in that game. Not a good sign for Philly. And then the final in 11. 11 innings. Yes, 11 innings today for the Brewers. They somehow beat the Braves. Kesson Hira walk off home run. Rays beat the Tigers 6-1 to today in Tampa. Isaac Paredes hits his first two home runs of the new year. Rockies beat the Giants 6-5. to Wow. And scheduled, we got Yankees visiting the Orioles. We got the Mariners going to the Blue Jays. A little bit of a reunion. <laughs> he's not pitching tonight. Psych. No, he's not. It is going to be at 6.10 today, Mets, Cardinals, at 7.05 Central today, Angels, Rangers. Shohei Otani on the bump tonight, and a good barn burner matchup. Got the White Sox visiting the Royals, Giolito and Granky. And then we got the Reds and the Guardians who are postponed. But I want to go to the Cubs. Pirates game from yesterday. They're also playing at 6 10 Central today. That game yesterday was a, a cool game for those who watched. If you watched, it was a just great, great moment that we need more in baseball. Okay, for those of you who are wondering, what it was. In his first major league at bat, Christopher Morel from the Dominican, 22 years old, pinch hit. You know, he's up there. He's excited. Takes a swing. Oh, and it's deep to left. It's right by the wind trust side, and it is gone. He is pumped about it. It's so pumped, he missed first base. But he went back and touched it, and that is what we need more of in baseball. Just those exciting atmospheres. There weren't many at the game yesterday. Decent amount, still. But you would have thought there were 50,000 in there, and it was the playoffs. I mean, he was looking like Wanda Franco yesterday with that number five. But that's what I wanted to talk about. That was a cool moment. 
And another thing I want to talk about, okay, is the Los Angeles. Los Angeles. Just a city. Not a team. I think we could have a Los Angeles Freeway Series World Series, if that makes sense. The Dodgers are 22 or 24 and 12. That's a 667 winning percentage. And should we look at their roster, depth chart, whatever you want to call it? Okay. They have a great rotation. I'll just read it to you. Let you be amazed. Starters. Walker Bueller, Clayton Kershaw, Julio Arias, Andrew Heaney. Top four. Relief pitchers, you got Daniel Hudson, Tommy Canel, Bruce Dar, and you got Craig Kimbrell as the closer. Catchers, Will Smith and Austin Barnes. First base, Freddie Freeman. Max Muncie, pretty good. Second base, you got Gavin Lux. Third base, you got Justin Turner. Shortstop, you got Trey Turner. And in left, you got Chris Taylor. In center, you got Cody Bellinger. Then in right field, just it's it's Mookie. And then the DH, you got Max Muncie. That's a World Series caliber lineup. That is so good. You have at least half your lineup has been All-Stars. Half your starting lineup. That's pretty good. You don't see too many of those. But then you also got the Angels, who have Shohei Otani and Mike Trout, Anthony Rendon. Like, they could have a World Series of just L.A. teams. I think that could happen. They're 24 and 15. It's unbelievable. For now, though, we're going to shoot it over to football's fight. Just told them to let me be. I was blind, but now I can see. I told you all the one for me. And Welcome back for a segment of Football's Finest. Today we're going to be doing Jalen Hurts and the Eagles with the newly acquired James Bradbury IV from the Giants. Anyway, let's get into it. No time to skippy. So today we're going to be looking at if Jalen Hurts carried his team to the seventh seed or if he got carried. This is a segment that I like to do every time. But... Let's just do it. Let's get in. Week one, playing the Falcons, 32-6. to Just a great team win. Good job, Eagles. Week one, starting off hot. Both sides, you know, Jalen carried, but also most teams are going to score more than six points in a game. Most of the time. Week two, week two, week two. This one, it's on Jalen. 17-11 against the Niners, and they lose. That's one that just hits you like a truck. Because you aren't getting anything going on offense. Defense isn't doing 
horrible. Of course, after we found out what the 49ers became. So, so far, Jalen, one and one. One carry, one on him. Week three, Eagles 21, Cowboys 41. This is one of them that's both. 21 points, you're not going to win most games in this day and age, but it's whatever. It's on both parties, I would say, honestly. 21 points isn't going to win you many games. But when you give up 41, you're not winning. So I'm putting that one on the defense. Week 4 against the Kansas City Chiefs. At home, 42-30. This one's on the defense once again. 42 points. 83 points in the span of two weeks. It's crazy, man. It's crazy. I get it's the Cowboys and the Chiefs, but still, feel like maybe should get a little more help. But, you know, the next week... Five, week five, Eagles win 21-18 in Carolina. This one, I think, is the defense carrying Jalen. Because 18 points should win you some games. Should. Then the next week, this is one of those, again, that's kind of on both parties. Buccaneers get 28 and the Eagles get 22 points. That's not a great loss. It's close. It's at home. It's hard. It's just difficult to grasp that loss. Because you know you're right there. You're only down six. Couldn't go down the field and score. And win. But, anywho. Next week. Go to Vegas, baby. Going to Vegas. Raiders win 33-22. Once again, kind of on both parties. I'm going to put this one on the defense, though. Because 33 points, if you're giving that up, ain't going to win you many games. Unless you're the Kansas City Chiefs. I don't know what to tell the defense. They haven't been the greatest. Next week, though, playing the Lions. We got this one, right? It's the Lions. 44-6. Eagles win. On Halloween. The next game was a barn burner against the Chargers. 27-24. Chargers pull it out. It was a 425 Eastern game. For the Eagles. Lose to Justin Herbert. Dustin Hopkins. Gets the game winner. Eagles go to the Broncos. Big play slay. Has a pick six. Or fumble for six I guess. Just a great game. On both parts. 30 to 13. I mean. You're going to win a lot of games if you're scoring 30, but you're not going to lose too many if you're giving up 13. So, I like this. That was a good game. An enjoyable game for Eagles fans, I bet. After losing, I don't want to say a heartbreaker, because it wasn't like a 
massive game, but a a hard loss to digest. Then the next week, Saints are coming to town. Then you beat them 29-40. to 40. Win by 11. Good job for J- Jalen Hurts. Putting up 40. Once again, the 29's a lot. Eagles going to MetLife. Couldn't get anything going on offense the entire game. Seven points on the New York Giants? Unreal. Giants score 13 points. This one's on Jalen. Not only, but the offense. Offense. Are you kidding me? Seven points? I think the Bears. The Bears scored more against the Giants. But hey, you play them twice in a year. Divisional opponent. Get the next one. Eagles, Jets. Staying two weeks at the MetLife. Eagles split it at MetLife because they beat the Jets 33-18. Once again, a good team win. Not going to lose too many games. You're giving up. 18. But you're also going to win quite a few games if you're scoring 33. Then they played the then Washington football team. Beat them 27-17. to This was one of the... Uh, Weird games that was, like, postponed and then played on, like, a Tuesday or Wednesday. So, not the greatest, but, hey, win is a win. Not going to complain about that. One bit. Day after Christmas. Eagles play the Giants again. This time they get their revenge. 34 to 10? Sure. Good team win. This is what you would expect. But hey, if you're going to split, I personally think splitting where the home team wins each time is much better than splitting where the road team splits each time. Because if the road team wins, then everybody's just in a bad mood. You know, your team lost. Divisional opponent beat them. Just not, not a good day. Mm-mm-mm, not a good day if that happens. Had too many of those as a Bears fan. <laughs> Eagles at the Washington football team. Win a great game. 20-16. to 16. Bleachers collapsing afterwards and all. Great divisional win. Now, I believe later in week 17, the Eagles clinched. I don't think it was in week 18. Pretty sure it was because of a Saints loss in a 49ers loss that clinched the Eagles a playoff spot. So then, I don't want to say you're not trying if you're the Eagles, but you are definitely not acting like it's the playoffs, even though it's against the Cowboys. Saturday night game. Get obliterated. I'm just going to say it. Score 26. Not bad. Give up 51. They almost doubled your score. And you scored over 25 points. Cedric Wilson and Dak Prescott are dotting you up like this. That's just absurd to me. I 
I have no words. I feel like Cowboys, they're good, but I feel like they shouldn't be putting up 51 on you. Okay, we're the seventh seed in the playoffs. All you need, right? Both the seven seeds lost in the first year that they were there. Bears in the NFC, they lost. Here we go. We got this, right? We're going to Tampa. Played them close earlier in the year at Lincoln Financial in Philly. Just down 17 at halftime. Not a great start. Just everything was going Tom Brady's way. Not only the calls. Final score of that game, 31-15. to 15. Once again, what a way to end it off, right? No. That is one of those games where it's on both sides again. Both sides. Not going to win too many when you're scoring 15 and giving up 21. Or 31, excuse me. That's the end of the season, though. So was Jalen Hurts carried? Or did he carry? I'm going to say overall, his defense did not help him. His defense hurt him more than they helped him. And I know this doesn't really matter because it's preseason. But in the preseason, I'm going to run through their opponents and how many points the Eagles gave up. Pittsburgh Steelers. Eagles gave up 24 points. They scored 16. Um, okay. Second game, Patriots scored 35. Eagles scored zero. Okay, what is going on? And then you tie with the Jets on, I don't know. That seems unreal to me. But, hey, it is what it is. Overall, I'm going to say Justin Herbert's defense most definitely did not help him out there on the field. But that is going to conclude it for episode three of LTS in Talk Sports. So make sure download this, share it. Stay tuned for next episode because we're going to be talking more more playoffs. And might even sprinkle in some NFL predictions for you. Anyway, that's going to be all. I'm Liam, your host today and every day. Thank you for listening. I salute you. Peace out.